0: Welcome to the Treeleaf Zendo podcast. Treeleaf is a Soto Zen sangha available anytime, anywhere at treeleaf.org. Come sit with us.
1: Welcome, welcome to our Ango at Tree Leaf. This is our time of tranquil abiding, and I want to thank all the people who are here in the Zendo and the people who are watching uh, One Way from Home, the other folks who will be joining us later in the week. The point of today's talk is, as always around here, it's not a matter of distance, it's not a matter of where you are, where you are in your life. It's not a matter of the time. We're all in this together. And how do I know so? Well, we're gonna look at the words of Master Dogen, the big boss, he said so. Even the Buddha said so. And that is our theme today. But I have a little confession to make. This is the same talk I've given for the last three years. I was looking for something new and fresh Yesterday, I said, oh, you know, another talk, another ongo. I got to find something new and fresh. And then I realized that, uh, no, you know, that's a very Western way of thinking. It's not my laziness. It's um, in in the West now, modern times, we think, oh, it's the same old show. It's a rerun. I need something new. But in the the West, you know, we're always looking for the new thing. But in the East… Sometimes they give the same teaching, the same ceremony for a thousand years. It's always fresh. The Heart Sutra ceremony we do at the start of Zazen Kai is basically more or less, we do a little simple, but it's the same ceremony, same bowing, same bells, same Heart Sutra from China to Korea to Japan for centuries. You can go to almost any temple, any monastery anywhere in those places, and you'd recognize it. Well, same with the talk on Ongo. In a sense, this is our signature talk, because a lot of what we're doing here at Tree Leaf and what this Ongo is, who we are, is kind of um, expressed in in this one talk. That's why every year it's a very special talk. I'm going to try to make it a little fresh for you, Hopefully new aspects will come out of the same jewel, but it's the same message always. You know, I've had a little trouble with uh, something called the Americans and Teachers Association recently. Um, There are a few reasons for that. One reason is I was a pain in the neck to them saying they need to tighten up their ethics standards. And I said, you know, you're being run here by a few people. You need to democratize. Let the the masses, the 200 members have a say. And they said, no, we're democratic enough. Thank you very much. And they showed that by that handful of members getting on a bus, going to a meeting and voting me out of the organization. That's how we deal with dissent. That's how democratic we are. But there's another reason they kicked me out. I'd say 20%. And it's for what we do here for what this ongo is. There are some very conservative elements in any religion who do not like to leave the Latin mass behind or maybe more appropriate as in the Catholic church maybe when they started having guitar masses you know in the 60s and 70s, you know. Or somebody said, that's not it. You know, you guys are having too much fun. Well, in the West, For a while, the idea of lay people having at-home Ongo, it's nothing new. For most of them, it's what they call commuter session, commuter Ongo. People go to their job, go to their family, then they get in the car a few times a week, drive over to the Zen Center, do something special. But then they go back home and they bring the Ongo back to them. This is nothing new. What's new is how we're doing it across the world, across so many distant hearts separated by thousands and thousands of miles in one way of looking thing, but all together right here doing this. Some folks don't care for us, I have to say. And it's not that I feel the same way about their practice. You're going to see at the, the last story here is about two guys, Manjusri and Mahakashapa. One guy's really conservative, rule-bound. The other guy's kind of taken his Ango, you know, they even say he, he spent his ar- Ango part of it in a bar. You're going to see that. And uh, Dogen at the end says, they're both right, both good Ango. Ango in a monastery, Ango in India, Ango in China, in the mountains. This is true, Ango. I celebrate everyone's practice. Everyone has their own way. But what we're doing here." is true Ango, according to that story you're going to see. It's true if you make it true in your hearts. Anyway, that's enough of my message. Let's Let's get into this. What is Ango? I hope you downloaded what I posted and you could read this on your own, but Ango started in India during the rainy seasons. At first, the Buddha encouraged the monks to go all on their own, all over India, walking, walking, walking. They didn't have cars or buses back then. And he even encouraged them not to get together in groups. He said, I believe, uh, don't let uh, more than two people at a time go any one place. So a couple of guys went over here, a couple of guys went over there, most of the year, completely out of touch. Then the rainy seasons would come. And you couldn't walk. And anyway, it was a time for people to come together to get the message, to get the memo, to hear the talks because all these people separate, there's a time they have to come together not only to socialize, to bring group unity, but also to to get the, the, the what, what, what is the what is the teaching? Let's all be together and get it. So they would spend this three-month period or 90 days together in one place in order to get the the word and then they'd go off again. Well when Buddhism came to China they they really built fixed monasteries. People didn't move around as much but they maintained the Ango system, a time of more intense practice. It was usually in the summer. Of course we're kinda pushing things here. We're kind of in the late summer. Why? Frankly, I just wanted to combine it with Jukai, nothing fancy. Also, you're gonna hear the message here. It's not a matter of time and distance. Yes, we sit for 90 days, but that 90 days holds endless billions of years. It's timeless. Yes, we sit in a certain place, but that place cannot be measured. So we were a little late in the summer, according to the calendar. You know, they changed the calendar a couple of times, the moon calendar, the solar calendar. As I said to someone recently, I had a debate about whether something we were doing was traditional. I said, oh, it's very traditional. It's just a new tradition. So we're a little late. Okay. The other message here is that Ango was never just for priests in monasteries, monks, you're going to hear Dogen say, it's for lay people too. Now Dogen had a couple of phases in his career. He came back from China and he was all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, he was going to commiserate with all the other people in the Japan Zen Teachers Association, and we're all brothers, we're all sisters. Mostly brothers, though. Back in those days, and um, hey guys, and they kind of kicked him out of town. No comment. But he went off and built a monastery, which is what he had to do in those days. And at that time, his students were all monks. So a lot of his talks in Shobogenzo, he's kind of rah rah talking to the monks. He's the coach, and he's saying, you know, it's all about monks, not about lay people. Then, you know, Dogen, I used to say, he talks out of all sides of his no-sided mouth. What day you caught him in. Every once in a while, you might hear that maybe the donor, one of his lay donors or someone was in the audience. And suddenly, he's also talking again about, oh, no, it's for lay people, too. So it depends a little with Dogan what day you caught him. I'm not saying, you know, he was, you know, changing his tune. I'm saying that a little bit it was, he was encouraging the people he was speaking to. It was expedient means. But many, many times in his talk, including in this Ango talk we're going to read today, which is his most, how to say, uh, detailed, rule-bound, stodgy old Dogen about this is the way things have to be done. Even in that talk, it's very interesting. He puts an exception. This is the point about this Zango talk. Ango reads like a manual for how to run your uh, Blu ray disc player. It is the most detailed, engineered, it, it, it's very spiritual in parts, talking about the Buddha, but most of it is literally the procedure for Ango. At this time, we have this ceremony, you pick up the incense with your left hand, you bow facing north, then you put down the incense, then you face to this fellow who sits next to the other fellow, and then you put the chair here, amazingly detailed. And this is Ango, he's telling these guys in the monastery, you have to do it this way, that's it. And you think, well, that's old, how, how to say it, I like to say, Dharma retentive He loved his rules. And then, surprise of surprise, he ends the Ango talk saying, Oh, and then this guy, Manjuzi, shows up, broke all the rules, and the rule guy wants to kick him out, even kick him out of the Sangha. Where were you for the Ango? You show up, he showed up the last day. And they said, where would you do your ongo? And he said, I did it in someone's house, and I did it in in a, I I said a bar. One tradition is he said or bordello. I don't know what that's about. But you'll see when we get there where he did this ongo. And so the guy wants to throw him out. And Dogen, Mr. Rules, suddenly says, no, 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 no. That was a real ongo too. It's what's in the heart. Huh? So if Dogen says that actually there's a little flexibility here, who's in the Soto world, what greater stamp of approval do we need? So anyway, let's get into this a little bit. I'm going to start, uh, I hope you downloaded this. I'm going to start with uh, Master Dogen's Shobo Genzo Ango, which is in his uh, usual jazzy, wild way of expressing things. To meet... A summer retreat is to meet the Buddhas and the patriarchs. My apologies to the women who are with us. The original translators used to use patriarchs. Now we say ancestors. Uh, When we end Ango, we have our Rohats retreat. We recite the name of our women ancestors too. The old traditional list was all boys. And someone finally said, where are the women? So they... Recognized, and we recognize, that our ancestors were women too. So please forgive the patriarchs here. It slips in sometimes. To meet a summer retreat is to realize Buddha and to realize the state of an ancestor. In this 90 days makes a summer, though the measurement of time is a cerebral measurement. Time is all up here, right? It is beyond only one kalpa or ten kalpas. A kalpa is a tremendous measure of traditional time. Eons and eons was a kalpa. It is beyond one eon or ten eons, beyond a hundred thousand countless eons. The summer retreat has not come here from another place and another time. It does not originate from just this place and just this time. When we grasp their origins, the 90 days come at once. I think Mr. K just arrived. When we grope for their basis, the 90 days comes at once. The common and sacred have seen these 90 days as their caves and their very lives. Notice this again. We've talked about this in a few recent talks. When you do Zen practice, you think there's the common and the sacred delusion and enlightenment. At a certain point, you realize that delusion and enlightenment were not two. But that does not mean that delusion is seen the same as before when you were deluded. That's all I'm going to say about that today. You can do it in your cave, wherever your cave is. Your man cave or your woman cave that you're sitting in right now, that's a cave. But it's most important in your very life. The 90 days have far transcended the states of the common and the sacred. It's not a matter of monasteries or sacred places, Shangri-La and the Himalayas. It's in your living room. It's in the city streets. It's in the, the place where you volunteer once a week or whenever, the, the baby you're nursing, the sick grandmother who needs care, the, the fellow in the store when you were in a bad mood, you could have been rude to him, but you smiled instead, the, the little bit of peace you brought into your family, your village, your your country. This is your monastery, my friends. This is your place of Ango. Dogen goes on. The World Honored One addresses Bodhisattva Round Realization. When they translate some of these names, boy, they're wild. The Bodhisattva Round Realization. I think this is from the Lotus Sutra. The Great Assemblies of Monks and All Living Beings. If you practice the retreat for three months from the beginning of summer, you will abide in the pure state of a Bodhisattva. Your mind will leave the state of a Shravaka, Shravak is kind of hard to translate, but it means basically an armchair Buddhist, guy who just reads about it. All books, how do they say in Texas, all hat, no cattle. Any of our Texas folks here today, Jishin? No. You will be beyond dependence on others. You know, Someone said, what's a teacher? I said, a teacher is a mentor, but each of you is walking your own walk, sitting in your own sit. Each of you is sitting on go together with all of us. We're supporting each other, but the on is right on your tush, as I'd like to say, right on your butt, right in your life. When the day of the retreat arrives, say before the Buddha the following words. This is the official on go swearing in. Everybody, raise your hand. I, I don't. I, you don't have to do that. You can gosho or just sit there. That's gosho. Everyone, gosho. We're going to take the the official ongo swearing in. In order that I, Biksu bikuni, upasaka upasika. This is the part every year I make the joke where about that old song, upasaka upasaka. Anyone remember that? Upa upa upasaka. Upasaka, this is very important, actually. Why did I put this here and underlined it? Upasaka, Upasika. Lay people, bhikkhus and bhikkhuni, those are the monks and the nuns, the, the female monks. Upasaka, Upasika are the male and female lay folks. In other words, Dogen, quoting the Buddha, says, lay folks, you're in the ango. You see, it's official. It's not just for the guys in the monastery, the monks. It's for you. I mean you. Dear I, Upasika so-and-so, who rides upon the Bodhisattva vehicle, may perform tranquil practice that I may harmoniously enter, dwell in, and maintain the pure real form, that I may make the great round realization into my temple. Your temple is your realization. It's not a building. That body and mind may practice the retreat and that the wisdom whose nature is balance and the peaceful natural state of self may be without hindrances. Part of this is, you know, many hindrances on Ango. I'm giving up my beloved chocolate chip cookies and all my other sweets for three months. There's a functional side to this. It's good for my diet, too. I admit it. You can, you can, we don't kill in Buddhism, but you can, how to say, persuade two birds with one stone. So I am giving up my sweets. It's going to be tough. Believe me, about nine o'clock at night, I always reach for the chocolate chip cookie jar. Just two? Now it's going to be none. My hardest struggle, perhaps during this Ango. I hope you all understand. We zazen through it. We let it go. It'll be fine. Not too loose, not too tight. Please keep that as your personal reminder during this zazen. Keep a sense of humor, keep relaxed, not too careless. You don't put things off, you don't neglect. Neither are you dharma-retentive, not too loose, not too tight, like playing a guitar, the strings. That's where the beautiful harmonious music comes from. Continuing, I now respectfully ask, without relying on the state of a Shravaka, an armchair Buddhist, to practice the three-month retreat, together with the Tathagatas, the Buddhas, of the ten directions in the great bodhisattvas. This is another thing. You know, people say you can't do ango at a distance. Our entire ango is bringing bringing all of time and all of the eons into the instant, bringing all the long-dead ancestors and the Buddhas from worlds upon worlds into this room with us. Come on. If you can do that, what's a few thousand miles between friends, Right? We're fine. So with the Tathagatas of the Ten Directions and the great Bodhisattvas, by virtue of enacting the great causes of the supreme and fine truth of the Bodhisattva, I will not be involved with others. Good sons and daughters, not to be sexist again, this is called A Bodhisattva's Manifestation of the Retreat. Not to be involved with others. I'm not sure. I'm going to take that a, a wild guess and say that means don't be too tangled in the world during this period. You're in the world. You're not completely tangled up and drowning in the world. It's like the quicksand. The world is like quicksand. If you struggle, down you go. If you relax, you step right out. That's how I take that. All right, now here's the story I meant to tell you, the one I love. So Dogen pages and pages and pages of light the incense this way, stick the chair over here, you bow this time, you sleep this way, you get up at this time, you wash your face this way, you do this, this is your ongo. No exceptions, no exceptions. He is the most, boy, you know, I wouldn't like this guy to be my boss, I have to tell you. He was probably something. And then at the end of the story, he goes, Ah, but you know, uh, not really. So here's the story. That he this is the last this is the end of the Ango chapter. The last words in the Ango. That's what we're reading now. After he's gone through all of this pages and pages. Okay, guys, I got one more story for you though. Once when the world honored one, the Buddha, was doing the 90-day summer retreat somewhere, on the final day. When the ceremony of public repentance was held, the last day of Ango, the closing ceremony, is a a ceremony of uh, mutual forgiveness and uh, forgiving karma, you know, repentance. That's the traditional way to end. So this is the big closing, mutual forgiveness and repentance ceremony. To end, Manjusri suddenly appeared in the assembly. You know, where was this guy? Whereupon the great rule maker, the great rule keeper, Ma Kasho, asked him, Hey, you, where did you do your retreat this summer, bud? We didn't see you around here. What are you doing showing up the last day? Manjizri replied, This summer I did the retreat in three other places. And as I said, there's a traditional interpretation of that. Um, it includes someone's home, I think the mountains, and as I said, a bar or a bordello, but I don't know about that. I think it's just supposed to meant, again, being in the world and not of it. At this, Makakasho gets ready to kick Manjusri out of the AZTA. I meant, uh, I'm sorry, out of the Ango. Oops, little slip there. That was completely unintentional, folks. At this, Maka Kasho assembled the community, intending to have Manjusri expelled by striking the wooden fish. The wooden fish is, you know, that wooden drum we have there. Apparently, you know, that was it. You hit the fish, you're out. Mm, no soup for you. You're out. So he's going to hit the fish. That's a great expression. I'm going to hit the fish. But just as he raised the hammer to strike the wooden fish, he suddenly saw before his eyes a vision, innumerable Buddhist temples appearing. He could see that there was a Buddha and a Manjusri at each place in these innumerable temples, and a Makakasho at each place, his hand raising a hammer, temples upon temples in all directions. He was about to expel Manjusri everywhere, whereupon the Buddha, the world-honored one, spoke to Makakasho, saying, which Manjusri do you wish to expel now? In other words, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand this. The Ango, the Buddha, Manjusri and Makakasho were everywhere. Where was the Ango not when our... Heart was open, illuminated, enlightened. Maka Kasho was immediately dumbfounded. Dogen continued, he quotes Master Engo, another old guy. If a bell is not struck, it does not ring. If a drum is not stuck, struck, it does not resound. Not sure the exact meaning there, but maybe it's something like a bell has its bell sound. A drum has its drum sound. Let bells be bells. Let drums be drums. Maybe that's the meaning. There's a poem later about rabbits and elephants that makes the same point. Let rabbits be rabbits. Elephants be elephants. So I think that's the point here. Makakasho is Makakasho and Manjusri is Manjusri. Makakasho had already grasped the essential function of a summer retreat in the rules. Manjusri had rid himself of all duality by means of his doing his meditation throughout the ten quarters. That means everywhere. This very moment in the story is an excellent one, for it expounds the functioning of the Buddhist teaching. How regrettable to have missed such a move. Don't miss the point. As our dear Master Shakyamuni was about to say, which of the Manjusri's do you wish to expel now? Where do you wish to expel him to? If he's everywhere, where can you expel him to? Just imagine, what if Makakasha Maka right off had given the fish a good whack what mass annihilation would he have created? There would have been death and destruction in all these countless worlds. Dogen continued. Master Engo added a verse to this commentary of his. A great elephant does not play about in the narrow path that a rabbit makes. And what could a little bird know of a great wild swan? Let rabbits be rabbits, elephants, elephants. As I said before, I celebrate everyone's way of Ango, the people who drive to Ango, the people in monasteries, the people in Shangri-La, in Tibet, in India. I celebrate every way of Ango. I celebrate your Ango and my Ango too. For where is this Ango not? Who is not Manjusri? Who is not Makakasha? It was just as if Makakasho had created a new way of putting the matter while staying within the rules and regulations. It was just as if Manjusri had grabbed a flying arrow within his teeth, having already broken the target. I think you get the image there. He's a rule breaker. The whole universe is one with Manjusri. The whole universe is one with Makakasho. Face to face, each is solemn in his authority. Makakasho raised his hammer, but in which place will he punish Manjusri? Manjusri did it with one fine prick of his needle. Makakasho's ascetic practices rid him of all hindrances. Dogen continued. Now we're back to Dogen's own words. So the world-honored ones doing the summer retreat in one place is equivalent to Manjusri's doing it in three places, and neither is not doing the summer retreat. If someone is not doing the summer retreat, then such a one is not a Buddha or a Bodhisattva. Notice Dogen says, oh, you've got to do the summer retreat. This is our tradition. It's important to practice, but don't try to define it so easily. It's what's in your heart. That makes a true Ango. Dogen continues. There is no account of any offspring of the Buddhas and ancestors not doing a summer retreat. You should realize that those who do a summer retreat are offspring of the Buddhas and ancestors. Doing a summer retreat is the body and mind of the Buddhas and ancestors. I mean, Dogen liked to underline and repeat. People accuse me when I write my little postings of being repetitive and using overblown pontificating language. Come on. Is it, look, at the Dogen was literally the master. It is the eye of the Buddhas and ancestors, the very life of the Buddhas and ancestors. Those who have not done a summer retreat are not the offspring of the Buddhas and ancestors. They are neither a Buddha nor an ancestor. If he had had boldface and underlining, I guarantee you he would have used it right here, folks. We now have Buddhas and, Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, be they... As humble as clay and wood, as precious as silk and gold, or as wondrous as the seven precious jewels, all of them have performed the retreat of sitting in meditation through the three months of the summer. This is the ancient custom of abiding within and maintaining the treasures of Buddha, Dharma and Sangha. In short, those who reside within the house of the Buddhas and ancestors must by all means do the practice of of sitting in retreat for the three months of summer. I ain't kidding, I ain't foolin'. That is the word, my friends, on-go! A good on to all. Okay, I love to use our technology here, please. Someone's got a question? Come on, we got all this two-way thing, you know? Let the people hear you're out there. Somebody raise a hand, got a question? Anything? Can even ask me about, you know, the World Series? Stock market prediction. Come on. One of my priests or priests to be Don't make me beg. Sekishi, thank you for your question. I've never known you not to have one, so please.
0: Um, thank you. I feel like I should say something about uh, typefaces, but I have nothing. Um, <laughs> what is the Buddhist true typeface? There's a koan. What is the Buddhist true typeface? There's a koan for our old, modern old, age. Old and color. Um, you know, I really don't have a question.
1: Thank you. Excellent question. I just wanted to show off that we do have two, two-way 2 capability here. That's all. It was my real purpose. You know, that when I, I don't have
0: a question, what I would say is thank you all for being here. I am that in the Buddha's time and in Dogen's time and in our time, we are all coming together out of the wilderness in the case of the Buddha's time or... Or um, you know, joining together in the monastery in Dogen's time, and and to have this this time together, um, Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. You know, we spend a lot of time focusing, I think, in the forums on on Dharma and Buddha, and uh, how wonderful it is to have this time as Sangha. Thank you all. That, that was
1: lovely. We'll let Sekashi speak for all the the people participating in the in the sangha this time. I think that that feeling he expressed is probably pretty universal. I'm I'm guessing amongst the people. Here. Okay. Anything else? All right. Okay. Hey, you're just waving to say hi, <laughs> Catherine. I have a question. Yes. For people who are doing ombro for maybe the first or maybe second time, and you talked about how going for the cookie is going to be difficult over the course of the 90 days, what's your advice is we've taken on too much commitment. And I think in the story, that's part of what like um, they're talking about is he says, well, where have you been? Cause you can't just show up on the last day. So how do we commit throughout? How, how do we commit throughout? I, I think I understand. So you, you were talking about how too much commitment. Yeah, if we're
0: taken on too
1: much, not too tight, not too loose. If you fall off the horse, get back on. Well, surprisingly, one of the biggest uh, things people say, because I would, I would, I first thought, wow, it should be the easiest, and then I realized I was doing it myself sometimes. Is forgetting the meal chant, you know people go, oh my gosh, I just finished dinner and I didn't do the meal chant. I was going to just just take a moment. You know, We suggest some words, but it's just to remember where the food comes from. It comes from the whole world, all the people like Mr. K is not here today because he's in a farm field picking vegetables. Our food on the table comes from people like Mr. K. He's working with other people he wrote about from Indonesia, Vietnam, like in America and Europe. We import in Japan now from third world countries. A lot of our workers to get out there in the hot sun. Mr. K is one of the few Japanese people I know actually out there working as basically a migrant worker, picking vegetables. Let's express gratitude. And it's hard. You forget, oh, I'm just going to, oh, I'm through the drive-through, you know, French fries are in the mouth and I forgot my, my meal chant. What do you do? Repent, get back on the horse, start from there again. Don't put things off. It's like anything, you know. procrastinate. i am the greatest procrastinator in the world. I even procrastinate procrastinating sometimes. But once you get started with the sewing of the raksu, for example, if you're doing that, I know you're not because this is your 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 second or third ongo. But if you're whatever it is, a little at a time, just slow and steady. Not too loose, not too tight. Forgive yourself if you slip. But don't let yourself off the hook either. How's that? I, what else could I say? It's a little bit like getting your homework done. No all nighters, please. Don't leave anything, you know, no one, no, home, oh, the ceremony's tomorrow. i got to get up tonight. I'm sewing, I'm sewing, wait, wait. Oh, where's the drama mean? Coffee, sewing, no, no please. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Neither should you finish the rock in the first week. Oh, I'm done, I just got a, three months, what, the ceremony? No, little at a time. Day by day, one chant at a time, one falling down, one getting up and dusting off. I spoke about teachers this week who sometimes fall down. You shouldn't fall down too much. Please, no one during Ongo robbing banks. Okay? Please. No no hitmen. You know, you can't do a hit job and come back to the Ongo. Okay? No drug sales. I'm going to get, you know, no, we, we do have certain things we say, but if you fall down a little, you use a cuss word, you get angry, you forget this, you, you're a little, forgive yourself, dust off, bow, make amends, and go on. That's all I can say, Okay. Any other question? Can I get a wave to make sure you're out there? Well, the signal's a little funny. All right, good. You guys were so still, I thought we had lost the signal. It was amazing. You guys were sitting so still. All right. Speaking of sitting still, we're going to now have a super short Zazen. Also, to make the point that sometimes Zazen is not a matter of long or short. We are going to have a five-minute Zazen and a five-minute Kinhin, kin and it holds all the endless kalpa of time.
0: Thank you for joining us for the Tree Leaf Zendo podcast. Tree Leaf is an online practice place for people who cannot easily attend a Zen center due to health, location, work, childcare, or family needs. We provide netcast Zazen, retreats, discussion, Jukai, the support of fellow practitioners, interaction with a teacher, and all other activities of a Zen Buddhist Sangha, all fully online, accessible anytime, anywhere, without charge. Come build the future of online Zen community and practice.